You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to an impromptu edition of the Wrestling Rewind. My name is Daryl Connor, and I did not expect to do a show tonight. I'll be honest. We had, we gave ourselves the night off for like, we're, you know, we're going to watch SummerSlam next week. Uh, we're not going to do WCW stuff. I've already done a show with James, you know. And then I get a message. Holy you know what from Dave Stevens. And then, Mar- and then I'm like, I checked. Facebook and Twitter and then Martin's like oh my god it's a pity we're not doing a show I'm like well I guess we have to now um, but folks this is a reaction show to the biggest news in wrestling history um, legitimately uh, so if you're in the chat you know we can see your we can see your messages please do comment whatever you think because this is one of those moments in history that will live forever particularly if you're a wrestling fan I mean even if you're not everyone's heard this name but i'm not alone i'm joined by the one the only the one and all undisputed undefeated mr martin herty dara how's things uh i'm your man on the ground tonight outside outside titan towers here where bedlam has broken out chairs are being fired out of windows half the building's on fire it's it's absolute insanity martin i, I think you've got stuck in a 90s VA <laughs> <laughs> the, the opening segment. Don't. It was better back then. It was, and it's funny. I was having a, a flame war with somebody uh, about AEW. You know, because I control AEW fans, of course. When you're not there, Martin, because it's funny. And I was just like, man, I have no dog in this fight. I watch old WCW. <laughs> I don't care about anything. I, I have no doubt that you have a, du- a dud uh, account that you troll me on. <laughs> I might make a bot. Page are you are you uh, are you Jobber Nation or <laughs> WWE Gareth? <laughs> WWE Superfan XOXO ninety six. No, I mean I think it's funny when people are like, "Oh, you know, you love WWE." I'm like, "No, I don't." Here's my podcast about how much I don't like WWE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but man. Holy hell. So let's go back a bit. Let's kind of, let's do the do where we're going back and kind of give some context here, right? So obviously we did a show a couple of weeks ago. Um, again, if you're listening to us on Phoenix 92.5 FM, thank you so much. If this is your first show, please do like, subscribe, tell people about the podcast at WrestlingRewind.com. It's a fancy link tree. All the links are there. So there's no excuse now. You should be able to find us as well. And I believe that show we did, Dara, it was also a breaking news. Yes. 
basically happened just so if you want your wrestling news folks it's it's the wrestling rewind this is this is where where we're live pal and it's free as well unless you want to give us money which you know i'm okay with just 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 saying yeah and if you do give us money that is tax free (laughs) don't tell anybody just you know you can you can write that off (laughs) so um legitimately a couple of weeks ago we did show uh the wall street journal it hold on it it's weird that this is on a Friday, I'll explain why. So anyway, the Wall Street Journal news broke that Vince McMahon had alleged allegations. <laughs> and then there were more allegations, and more alleged allegations and so all that kind of stuff. Then Vince took a step away um, from, from being the CEO, from being the chairperson. Uh, Stephanie comes back as the CEO chairperson. The game came back today as head of talent relations, which is incredible, again. Did not see that happen, and he was. There were memes that he was looking for jobs in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, that that's, uh, I think that's Road Dog. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they might bring the boys back. He might be like, lads, come on, or hiring again. But um, <laughs> I, I thought that was enough, and I was like, all right, sure, we talk about that next week. And then literally, it's eleven o'clock, ten past eleven here in Ireland right now, and um, I thought that was it. I was like, right, there can't be any more news. Six o'clock, five, six o'clock US time, this breaks. Now, mo- normally these stories don't break on a Friday. Big news stories don't break on a Friday because people have time to think about it over the weekend. Usually it's a Monday or Tuesday. But no, Friday night. So SmackDown is live tonight. <laughs> Fer- very strange. And, and a, 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 a weird impromptu kind of tweet. Yeah, um, I thought it was a meme. I, I, was I a so so did I. Like whenever Dave Dave put it in the chat for us, um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, just one of those like uh, memes that you missed out on. You're like, oh, I don't get that one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like having the bands, you know, because our group chat is fire. You know, Dave's back. He's going to be <laughs> back soon. We're trying to get him back next week, but he's actually like. You know, uh, he's back on planet Earth. He must have been off in the the realm of the Neververse to, to come back. But uh, he has been responding to, to group chats now. But I was just like, oh, this is typical Dave. Bring in the hot memes. It's like, no, it was real. I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. And Dave's there having an, an existential crisis saying, you know, I need time to process this. You know, and I'm like... Well, he did concede that my prediction that WWE was going to be sold was correct. I was just a year off. But I do think that's going to happen. Well, while we're while we're mystic macking it up, um, whenever the news came out yesterday that Triple H was put in as new head of uh, talent, um, I'd, I'd responded that I bet you this is Vince putting loyal people in place before he steps down. And you called it. You were spot on. Call it. So there you go. That's what am I doing this podcast? Uh, over a year now, <laughs> I was right about Christian winning the Impact title. I was right about this. <laughs> I mean, look, the, the thing about it is... Like, two, two out of 365. Well, to be fair, Martin, it's kind of hard to predict stuff that happened 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean, we're, so, at a bit, we're at a distinct disadvantage there. A hundred percent accuracy. It's like uh, when Marty McFly had that book, and then Biff Tannen ends up like, being a millionaire because he has the book. Um... On a side note, that never bet on wrestling. That's a bad idea. I can't even. I can't believe that it's actually like oh, available. Thank you to Andrea who just subscribed to the channel. I appreciate it. Hello, Andrea. It's lovely to have you. Um, um, I can't believe that that's actually even doable. Like it's. Yeah, do, I can do it. 
I do bookies know the story <laughs> with wrestling? I mean, look, we're not going to give financial advice, but personally, don't. <laughs> I wouldn't, because uh, wrestling's not real. So, I mean... But here's the thing. This kind of changes things, right? With WWE now, with Vince not being there, right? Stepping down completely, retiring again. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, you know, you're not going to stop Vince McMahon going into the building. Like, it's... No. It's, happen. it's it's like Dave pointed out earlier. He remains the majority shareholder. Yeah. Um, he's just you know, I, I, he's set for life anyway. And I mean, he, well, he's seventy eight, seventy seven. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have that much long left, I wouldn't imagine. So I'm like, I, I don't know. We were talking earlier before we came on live about Vince's ma who lived to a hundred and thirty six. Was it? he wasn't running WDBE, and I don't think she was doing, but legal legal purposes. Like I, I mean. I don't know. Vince is just one of those... So I'm not going to bury the lead here. Vince McMahon retires as WWE chief amid probes into sexual misconduct of yeah. pro wrestling. Uh, that's from... Le- less, than an, less than an hour ago. Yeah, that's from CNBC. Uh, Vince McMahon to retire from WWE at 77 amid sexual misconduct scandal. That's from The Wrap. Market Watch. WWE CEO retires. And it's, again, it's very, very, very weird to see real outlets talk about wrestling. And I don't mean that as a yeah. dig to anybody in the wrestling media. But you know what I mean, folks. This yeah. is Market Watch. This is CNBC. <laughs> this is Financial Times. Forbes. You know, like. It's, 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 it's serious. Like, again, it, no, what I would love if this was an angle. <laughs> this is. The, so. Um, do you ever do you ever Vince died and then he had to come back to life because yeah, of the whole Chris Chris Benoit thing? Yeah. Bet you this is him bringing that that storyline back. He's <laughs> like, "All right, pal, things with Benoit have settled down." <laughs> I wouldn't personally imagine right. So this all kind of goes on, and then at the Royal Rumble, Vince McMahon enters at number thirty. He's back! Oh my God! He's back! He no, no, no. Incredible. Even better, he enters at number thirty-one because I make the rules. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I mean, personally, I'd be okay with that. Oh, it'd be up. It'd be the biggest trolling. Just you know, and I have my issues with Vince, but I would, I would stand up and applaud that. But I don't think it's going to happen. Oh. See what one of the things that. Uh, happened here was these allegations came out in two batches and people were still discussing the first batch whenever the second one came out so it's actually surprising like I, I, i'm only sort of gleaning this from you know talking to people on twitter and that so it's by no means scientific but it's kind of surprising how many people like wrestling fans people who are on wrestling twitter how many of them who aren't aware of the second set of allegations which are the far more serious ones so the first set of allegations which came out about a month ago where um that he'd had this relationship with a staffer that he'd like doubled her pay while they were in the relationship that he'd passed her around like a, a toy to john laurinaitis and it but but everything was consensual so they kind of didn't look great didn't look like a good business environment but you know nothing really bad happened and people were still talking about them when the second set of allegations came out, which was a number of people, including wrestlers, former wrestlers, who had said that sort of contracts were held over them 
or, or contract renewals like that would be denied unless they would give Vince what, what in the nicer parts of Dublin would be called a gobble. Mm. Um, uh, and that's had ventured more than into the realms of very much non-consensual. Um, so that's a far, far more serious allegation than the previous ones. Yeah, like the, the first one, to be fair, wasn't great, but it was, you know, it was mainly coming at misappropriation of funds, allegedly. This one, the latest one, um, again, as you said, it was non-consensual. It was much more uh, predatory. Yeah. And again, you asked me if this was the start of it or is this the end of it? I don't think so. I think there's a lot more coming. Um, Vince uh, posted at 77 time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Hashtag WB, hashtag thankful, thankful. Yeah, I mean, like Vince retiring in a tweet a couple hours before SmackDown, mm. a week before, you know, their second biggest show of the year. Mm. If Vince McMahon was retiring, was choosing himself to retire, I don't think this is how we do it. This seems panicked, rushed, um, and either something has happened with the board, you know, and that they were either going to vote him out or um, something else is, is about to come out. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and now, so uh, so Triple H has been put in place as head of talent relations. No, not talent relations, as head of talent. Um, Stephanie and Nick Khan are now joint CEOs. Uh, Nick Khan, in, in a couple of years, in a few years, has... I think this has been his plan all along. He has done the most tremendous job of inserting himself in what was, like, for decades, uh, an absolute, like, a family-run, bit like Vince's kingdom, mainly, um, inserted himself into it and got himself to the highest position of power, and now he's the bloody CEO. It's crazy. I mean, it really is crazy. Like, it's... It's crazy. Um... WDB market capitalization of 4.9 billion. So the stock obviously hasn't taken a bit of a dip. That probably explains why this was announced on the markets were well closed. Um, so there you go, yeah. So, That's a good. So on Monday, <laughs> uh, yeah, stock's going to take a dive, I think. Yeah, and like if if things calm down over the weekend, but but that's actually a really good call. Maybe that's exactly why it. I would say so. I'd say so. I mean, the markets are closed. Usually, this comes out. News like this usually comes out to bury the lead uh, on a Friday, or there's a reason for it. And I do think that is the reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, well, well, it's. Sorry, go on ahead. I was gonna say, here's the question I have: Do they talk about this on TV? I don't know how you, how you can't. Although, if if as we suspect, this is rushed and impromptu. I mean, what are they going to say? Because we all know WWE is very very regulated in what they can and can't say on air. They don't like shooting or they don't like sort of insider baseball talk um, on air. So without having had a script, you know, maybe a video package made or even just. Uh, a, a thing sent round staff, although apparently there uh, was a meeting um, about half an hour after the announcement. There was a meeting of all WWE staff where I assume they'll be given a, a list of what can and can't be said 
that kind of thing on tonight's show. But yeah, it's fascinating. It's, it's, you know what? Again, it's another case of uh, uh, because of something Vince has done in real life. Uh, this would probably be one of the highest rated SmackDowns of the of the year. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I mean, if they don't if they don't talk about it, that's gonna be weird. If they do talk about it, I mean. Again, it could be a storyline. I mean, what if Twitter was Vince announcing it uh, to get, you know, like to, to generate buzz around it and SmackDown is going to come out and and speak? I mean, it would be the most wrestling thing in the world. But here's the thing, right? So according to this, again, this isn't, you know, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Insider, WrestleView, WrestleTalk. This is CNBC. Right? Yeah. Says here, on Friday, McMahon announced that Stephanie and WWE Nick Khan were taking over as co-CEOs of Daughter of Chairman of the Company. McMahon will also have no, lo- will no longer have any role in creative. So he's done. Done. Dead as a doornail in but, WWE. But- but come here, do, do, do you actually believe that? So like, no, I don't. Yeah, for for I, me, I, I'm gonna go on record and say this is a storyline. Oh no, I, I don't think it's a storyline. But so what I they probably convinced me What what I keep going back to is the steroid trial yeah. in the nineties. And um, when Vince was convinced he was going to jail, he had set up basically. He had people put in place who were just there to do whatever he said. So people would come and talk to him in prison and they would relay what was to happen on the shows. And even though he was in prison, he would still be running the show. And in the weeks and days before this came out, we seen him reinstitute his daughter, who he had fired and humiliated, uh, reinstitute his son-in-law, who he had not only fired and humiliated, but whose baby, NXT... He had taken out behind the shed and shot. Um, You know, so I think this is very much him putting people in place so that he'll he'll continue to run it unofficially from the outside. Well, it's it's already having it's already having uh, implications. Mm -hmm. So I know before we went on air, you were talking about it. Twitter is on fire right now. And I mean, Twitter is always on fire about something. But now Brian Alvarez actually commented that Brock Lesnar isn't doing SummerSlam. Exactly. Apparently, Brock Lesnar has told them, if Vince is gone, I'm gone. Yeah. Um, and this is like, this is from all the, uh, I mean, Twitter's full of accounts that claim to be wrestling news. There's a handful you can genuinely, like generally trust. You sort of Fightful Select, Sean Ross Sapp, Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer. And, those reliable ones are the ones who are saying Lesnar's gone. They're trying desperately to get him back for SummerSlam. He's saying he's gone. Uh, Sean Rossap is saying at least one other major name has walked uh, and that there are major implications for Kevin Dunn. Um, which would mean if Kevin Dunn is gone, we might be about to see the first WWE show in 20 years that I can watch without getting motion sickness from camera cuts. And you might actually... Well, I mean, 
here's the thing. I do genuinely think we're going to see a big change. We're going to see creative. It's like this thing. And also, uh, during the week, they announced they're going TV 14. Well, which is another story, which is another massive story which we didn't talk about. Yeah. Well, so what happened there was an email from uh, what, what's uh, uh, Raw on in the US? Is it on USA? So that was an email from USA, um, which they said wasn't right, that that's something they're just discussing possibly for the future. So the, they're not going yet. But again, like that email being leaked a week before Vince McMahon steps down is, you know, it's, you got to imagine there's some sort of uh, some sort of link up there. I believe so. I mean, it's incredible timing. It really is. It's just, it's like, you know, we always knew WWE. WWE's been stuck in a holding pattern for about fifteen years, really ten years. And it was always going to be something big to break it out of that. And this is it. I mean, the Ajit era started because it had to. This yeah. Started, like this, the, the PG era or whatever ended because it had to. The Vince McMahon era has ended because it had to. It's very fitting. really is. The Vince McMahon era, absolutely agree. I'm, I'm not convinced that the PG era is over um i i think that was a obviously that was an email that was leaked but the fact that nick khan is now the co-ceo nick khan's a money man he's not a wrestling man he doesn't care about the business he's a he's a businessman and a money man and when you he, he in his mind when you go from tvpg which is a product that can be marketed to everyone when you move that to tv14 all you're doing is cutting out a section of the audience uh, and since they've gone tv pg as much as the likes of me and you may not like the product they have been more profitable than at any point in their history the golden era the attitude era at any point they've been making far more money um so i i generally genuinely don't see them uh leaving pg i well no i mean i do tend to think that we're going to see something changing a little bit different you know i i don't think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be the same all the way through uh hey to mikey ogzong 316 hey mikey he says we love appreciate it um what do you think about the vincent man news wild right um i mean look will they move away from pg i i think there will be an edge now i think we'll start like the fact that triple h is there head of talent also involved in creative again, I would imagine we'd probably start seeing WWE move towards something more like NXT. Is this NXT, actual proper NXT? Not, you know. Is this a pressure? Do you think from from AEW, which like we all know has, you know, the the slightly grittier, uh, more mature product? I mean, I think that look. Again, I was, as I was trolling your man today, I was like, you know, WWE doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't have to consider AEW a threat. It doesn't. I mean... Oh, no. It should. I mean, you can make more money. You're leaving money on the table. But it doesn't have to. You know, no. it, it really doesn't.
Um, WWE is unsinkable at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, that's it. Like, you, you could put me in charge of WWE at this point, and I... Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we pay for the network and we just watch the WCW. <laughs> 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 that's basically it, right? So, I begrudgingly pay for the network because my old WCW VHSs, I don't have anything to bloody play them on. <laughs> that's it. I mean, and it, it exists basically... As a monolith, as a, as a uh, repository for wrestling history, for better or worse. Mm. So that's what keeps it going. And I made a point well, 15 years ago now that WDB doesn't have to do another show ever again if it doesn't want to. It will no. still make money. However, as a product, and this is why, again, this goes back to what I was saying. And I do think if it is going to be sold, we might start seeing the, the, the moves now. Again, I don't think the people involved, uh, the people who are running it now, Triple H, Stephanie, they will be kicked out, they won't be. Because, I mean, you want Triple H running it, you want Stephanie running it, because they're, you know, the business. Vince wouldn't be willing to play ball with somebody else. He wouldn't be willing to, to let it go or have that. This is where, and again, you know, I, I, I haven't been wrong, I've just been early, it seems, <laughs> uh, with my predictions. So I can see this, maybe not now, but in a little while, or you start seeing the the... the, the the origins of it. Disney could sweep in here. But, or Paramount, because Paramount has the streaming service now. Paramount, whoever. Yeah. Pe- Peacock, sure. Peacock already ha- half bought us, you know? So, I mean, they could actually swoop in and pick up the rest of it and then be like, right, continue going <clears throat> as you're going and then that's it. Do, do you know what I think? Do you know what I think is going to happen? What? Tony Khan's going to buy it. And Monday, Monday night... <laughs> Monday night is going to become Raw is Ring of Honor. I mean, potentially. <laughs> Could happen. This moves... With Vince McMahon gone, this removes it needing to be the Vince McMahon show. Because it's not anymore. Yeah. I mean, you will never again see storylines built around McMahon's. Stephanie... I mean, Stephanie's not there without Vince, so, I mean, there's only so much that can go. Yeah. This fundamentally I, I, I think, is fundamentally I th- ever. Sorry, yeah, on. I think they're even aware that Stephanie is not liked as 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 a, as an on-screen uh, character. I mean, you know, Vince wasn't liked either. Oh, but he he was loved. Like God, he had horrendous accusations leveled against him, and he walked out on TV like the next night, and they all chanted his name. True, but <laughs> that's respect for for what he did. But I mean, that just sounds even worse. For the legacy he left behind in wrestling. <laughs> but again, I mean, people who. Well, you know, that, the whole thing of you know, the, the accusations of, I'm like, that was the man's character for 20 years. <laughs> well, there's, there's a good question you've raised there, or a good subject you've raised there. Mm. Um, Vince's legacy. Yeah. It's like, like let, let's, let's just take it at face value. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the real story behind the scenes is. No. Let's take this at face value. Yeah. Vince McMahon is gone. Yeah. What's his legacy to you? He's the man who created professional wrestling, as we know. Yeah. Better or worse, he is the man who created professional wrestling, as we know. As as we know. Yeah, I'd 100% agree with that. And I mean, yeah. That should have been enough for him. The the, the problem with Vince was he was never happy with that. He wanted to be known for other things. You know, it's kind of like Chris Jericho. Him and Chris Jericho are very similar. You know, yeah. Chris Jericho is one of the best wrestlers who's ever lived wants to be known as other other things than just a wrestler Vince was yeah. the man. He's, got, he's got this illustrious like unbelievable like 
all time ever wrestling career. He keeps sending people to listen to his terrible fuzzy albums. Yeah, oh my god, they just get worse, don't they? Um, <laughs> they really do. I mean, I'm still blocked, by the way, by fuzzy bands. <laughs> them a bad review one time, and I mean, it wasn't even that bad of a review. The review was when the worst, when the best thing on your album is Abba cover. You know, if you're doing it the wrong way. Well, look, I absolutely love Chris Jerry. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And and I'd even say um, his entrance theme, uh, what is it? Uh, Judas. Absolute banger. Like even a even a stopped clock gives the right time twice a day. Um, absolute banger. But Fuzzy was in Belfast, like literally 10 minutes down the road from me twice in the past year and I didn't go see them. <laughs> I mean, I've seen them. Uh, they were playing in a local dive bar and I'm like, it, it looks like a local dive bar with Kucherico in it, you know? And it's just like, <laughs> hey man, I, 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 I appreciate the, the graft, but I'm also like, why? <laughs> I wonder I wonder when he's in like fuzzy mode, is he a bit like Kip Sabian? So apparently Kip Sabian, whenever he's on his Twitch, his Twitch is for gaming and he has a thing on his Twitch that says, this is not a wrestling Twitch. We don't talk about wrestling, you know? So I wonder. I wonder is is uh, is Chris like that when he's when he's in fuzzy mode? It's just one of those things when you're, um, you know, when you're sitting there and you're like watching Chris Jericho wrestle, and it it it, it is like Vince, you know. It's it, and I think that's why they kind of got on so well, and why he had that understanding. If you read the books, but I mean, Vince, he, you know, he tried bodybuilding, tried movies, music. Do, do you know what? Um, before you say the next thing, I was just about to say before you say that. Do you know what I watched recently on? I think it's on Disney Plus. Actually, weirdly, uh, a documentary on the rise and fall of the XFL. It was. It was. It was pretty good. I mean, I knew most of it, and it was given. Uh, uh, not a, it, it wasn't as skewed as like you know whenever WWE does a documentary and something. Now it's like it's a lot of bullshit. Like it's yeah. it's the kayfabe WWE version of what happened. It, it definitely wasn't like that. Um, it was it, it was maybe a wee bit kinder than a totally impartial uh, documentary would be. But it was it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but my girlfriend who knows. Nothing about XFL. Never heard of it before. Or didn't know anything about this. She thought it was fascinating. Well, I mean, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe it's just because I'm, you know, a jaded wrestling smark who thinks he knows everything. Um, like, you know, that's the thing. It's um, but that alone, having that, having that background, and having that wealth. I mean. It does kind of lead that... Oh, got to turn my volume up. Thanks, Dave. Is that better? Thanks, Dave. Um, I mean, having that... Is that our Dave, or is there a Dave on the chat? Oh, good man, Dave. He's on the the Wrestling Rewind channel. Thanks, Dave. Hey, Dave. We miss you. Hashtag enslaved Dave. Skype in, Dave. We're like... You're on (laughs) Skype. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's 2009. Yeah, I mean, we're a wrestling podcast. We're going to have to. Um... (laughs) I mean, if he wants to call in, he totally can. But, um, I mean, the thing about it is, when Vince did all this, it kind of raised the profile 
of WWE even more so. We start getting the the mainstream crossovers for better or worse. Uh, like even with The oh, Rock yeah. being the biggest movie star in the world right now, he was a wrestler. You know, what I mean, not uh, not a lot of it was successful, but it it was kind of groundbreaking and it was kind of what you see now. I mean, oh, like it just. Sorry, go on ahead. Yeah. Um, Dave says well, that's much better. Be back soon. We hope you are, Dave. We miss you. <laughs> Hashtag say Dave. It's gotta go change the change the nappy, yeah, change the diaper. Sorry, Dave sends his love. Um, but look, I mean, the main thing here is like when you say w, when you say wrestling, people know Vince McMahon. They know yeah. they know Vince McMahon. They know Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they know the Undertaker. And they might know Mo- one or two others, and they know the Rock. Maybe. More so, more so than all of them, and probably his greatest, um, his greatest achievement ever was when you say wrestling. Yeah, they know WrestleMania. And not only do they know WWE, people nowadays who aren't wrestling fans say WWE instead of pro wrestling. Yeah. You know, so he, he did an incredible job, like in terms of making his brand. Um, and like talking about legacy, I mean, one of the things we we can't overlook, like, and I'm one of Vince, Vince's harshest critics, um, WrestleMania. Uh, an unbelievable gamble that he took that paid off, not just like financially, that like you were saying earlier, completely changed wrestling as a business, basically made it what we love today um, and and set up the model for the next, God, the next three or four decades of, um, you know, uh, pay-per-views and then syndicated weekly shows that were you know across multiple territories and then national and then to the stage where we have it now where it's it's a that's a global phenomenon here's another one though here's another one as well which actually isn't mentioned that much and i remember myself and dave we were talking about this or if, if it wasn't dave it was prior to actually no, it probably wasn't because we weren't doing the rewind then it was on the rest of you at the national desk yeah, it was a show beforehand before we did this one, and we we're talking about the network. The network. I, I I get jealous when you say you had a show before this one. Uh, I'm sorry, Brian. Don't worry. <laughs> you you slut. <laughs> you pussy. You wrestle you? slut. How dare you? That's probably a website. Do not Google that, folks. If you're listening to us on Phoenix, <laughs> more than likely a website. Um, Rule Thirty Four, of course. Um, but here's the thing. So I remember talking about this. Um, with your Gary or Bryn and the idea of a wrestling streaming service yeah another it's never done and it sounded crazy and kind of stupid because it was so ahead of its time like I mean it, look, it really was ahead of its time like legitimately it really was oh yeah this was before everyone had a streaming service for everything this was before you know uh it's before, like literally, it's it's before it's when Netflix was dominating the world. It was just, it, everyone just had Netflix, yeah. And then Vince is like, oh, "I'm gonna do my own wrestling service." You know, like that's kind of stupid, but also not really. It was when they were charging people, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars a month to watch pay per view, yeah. And then suddenly changed that to nine ninety nine. That's a, I mean, you got to balance that between. You know, some pay-per-views like WrestleMania are going to get hundreds of thousands of buys, and some pay-per-views like you know Great Balls of Fire are going to get 
15. Yeah, and I mean, the thing about it as well, it's like when you're, at the time, one of the big talking points was, geez, they're giving up all that money. But also, you know, well, people aren't going to watch, aren't going to watch it on their computer. Because, I mean, the app wasn't even there. The stream, oh. the stream wasn't great, but as well, as I'm sure you know, being a wrestling fan, you know, you find streams, right? <laughs> you, live, you live on the fringes of legality. Yeah, like Justin.tv before Twitch, we all remember it, right? Shout out to Justin.tv. Um, <laughs> if you guys remember that, which that was Twitch. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's just, we can't forget that either. Like, Vince was always ahead of the time. Like, even in XFL, he pioneered the camera that the XFL, that the NFL use now. Loads. There's actually the replay as well. He there was, you know, that too. yeah, and there was two iterations of the XFL. Uh, now the second one kind of was actually doing okay, and then it was hit with COVID, and that's what killed it. But yeah, the first iteration of the XFL, the NFL took loads. From, like the camera was the big thing, but the NFL actually took loads from it, loads of stuff. So like, there's no like. We'll and and I'm sure we'll get to it. Like uh, maybe the morality of different things he's done over the years, but there's no question that he is an absolute genius when it comes to marketing. When it comes to putting on a show, um, yeah, like he's he's definitely one of a kind. Which is which is the problem now that he's gone. He was one of a kind. He was, you know, he was, and it's like I know we're talking about him like he's dead. He's not dead. No, but... I mean, for the purpose of wrestling fans, might as well be. It's it's hard to believe. It really is. You know, it really is. Um, I just keep looking at this market watch. And it's funny, because that stock is up 60.62%. Well, this I mean, is... that's going to fall through the floor come on. Well, this is something we discussed um previously like uh, and again this is another one of my conspiracy theories but we we talked on a previous show about uh, Nick Khan coming in and kind of inserting himself into what had previously been a family run thing and mm-hmm. and gaining getting himself into a position where he was actually in terms of real power almost as powerful as Vince yeah uh, and you have this board now where there's only two or three people on the board who are wrestling people mm-hmm. and the rest of them the other dozen or so they're not wrestling people. They don't care about wrestling. They don't care about the business. They don't care about any of that. They have invested in a multi-billion-dollar company, and that's what they care about. Well, and okay. Here's some. Here's a quote from Market Watch. News of Vince McMahon's departure sent Ripple Street industry convinced that the icon they called Vince and Mr. McMahon would leave would leave only on his terms. Quote: I'm shocked, but I think this is clearly to do with the recent allegations. Never thought he'd do it. Brian Alvarez. Former wrestler and author of the best-selling WCW radio podcast host on Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Quote, I would think it would be difficult, sorry, I would think it would be very, very difficult for WWE to negotiate their live fees for TV shows, Raw Smackdown, with Vince uh, hovering in the background. Brian Thurston, an editor of WrestleNomics, told Market Watch. Vincent K. McMahon purchased the parent company of then World Wrestling Federation from his father, Vincent J. McMahon, in 1982. Started an overhaul organization that reshaped the industry. Uh, Mr. McMahon immediately moved to the WWF programming syndication television nationwide and used the revenue generated by TV deals, advertising, and tape sales to land talent wrestlers such as Hulk Hogan, 
Randy, oh, Randy, Randy Piper and Andre Giant from <laughs> Rival Promotions. Here's the interesting part. In October 1999, the initial public offering was $17. The stock now is at $66. So, I mean, that's that's pretty healthy, to be fair. It's pretty healthy. Oh, yeah. I mean, financially, there's no question. They're, they're doing better than they've ever done. Like, it doesn't seem like it because, you know, you think about Hogan and the Golden Era – 93,000 people in the Silverdome. You think about uh, Rock and Austin, you know, the the Austin 316 t-shirt becoming like crossing over in the mainstream. But no, what the money they're making now dwarfs any of that. It does. No, it really does. And when when I think this, this is all said and done, it will be interesting to see where the stock lands. But I definitely... Oh, this is the page I'd be watching. I'd be watching Market Watch. Yeah. I wouldn't really be in looking at wrestling pages because, I mean, they don't really know. You know, they kind of just go off that. Like, the only person they would know here is probably Brian Alvarez, <laughs> right, legitimately. Um, but that really says it all. This is what you want to look at, this this right here, because they don't do this for no reason. They don't just announce this. And, again, w- once I saw, like, again, the day is weird, but it makes sense so they can't nuke the stock. Because at the end but of the that, day, that's what they're protecting. That's the whole point. WWE is not a private company anymore. It's it. That's what people need to understand. That's the difference between something like an AEW or an Impact or, you know, even WWE back in the day that we make fun of. Um, they can do what they want because <laughs> it doesn't matter. But that's kind of the that's kind of the point I was making um, uh, when I was talking about the the board. So I I wouldn't be surprised if the stock doesn't actually fall because the kind of mad theory I'd had was that so Vince has run this like a, a fiefdom all his life yeah. uh, and now you have this board of people who are not wrestling people and they see like massive opportunity for a huge payout yeah. if they sell yeah. but Vince McMahon won't sell and I genuinely th- look maybe it's an outside shot but I genuinely think that there's a chance that members of the board maybe Nick Kian was behind this uh the leak. these these stories coming out no way as, as a way a of conspiracy getting, theory genuinely as oh a way of getting God, rid okay. of vince so that they could sell because the new vince would never sell do you want look to, it's do you, like i mean it's i don't i don't look i i don't uh i wouldn't go out there and say that that's what happened but it's it look it's it's, an, it's, an it's something theory. that percolates a lot in in my mind, I, look, you know what's weird about this whole thing is the timing. I mean, everybody knew this is what was going on, not to this extent, but it's the least surprising thing in the world, right? Why did it take so? <laughs> That's the bit I'm trying. I'm like, what? What happened? Like, how did you get to this point? You know, and and that's the that's what I'm thinking. So, it's just such a weird thing. And I mean, if that is the case, if that is the case. You can never prove it, but it is something to really think about. Dave chimed in here. So interesting to see how the crowd is going to be during SmackDown in an hour, plus oh. the, plus if they're going to announce it or what would they do. Dave, that's what we were saying at the early, at the, the beginning of the show. Like, You have to announce it, right? You have to talk about it. There's no way they can't. What, what if Vince comes out? If, I, I, swear, I, I, might if watch, Vince, I might watch SmackDown for the first time in years. If Vince comes out and cuts a promo... I'm not leaving, damn it. (laughs) 
It would be. It, look, he, the They're gonna would need be, the SWAT team to get me out of here. I think he cut that promo before, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of want that to happen. I like. I, I kind of want oh. this to be an angle because it just work everybody. It'd be the best angle of all time. But here's the thing: if he comes out. He has to retire on camera. There's no way he's not going to come out. Well, well, here's the thing. The only way he's not coming out is if this was done because something really bad is is, is coming out. Yeah, well, mate, here's the thing. It hasn't come out yet. He could still get that one last. No, one but last then match. you have then you have that. Like, then the story, whenever it does come out in, in a day or a week, is... Vince McMahon knew this was coming out and walked out in WWE and got his, oh, I think it would be very grimy. And it, certainly not something the new owners or the new the new uh, CEOs would want. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point too. So you know, like, it would, you think he just goes off into the sunset and that's it? Well, but that's, I, I don't know because we don't know what has prompted this. But the, the only thing either of us can say with any certainty is that if Vince McMahon was retiring, which I don't think he'd do anyway, but if he was retiring entirely on his own terms, I don't think he'd do it in a tweet two hours before SmackDown. It's a very weird way to do it. I mean, that's the thing, again, when Dave put that in our group chat, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. It's not something... It's not the way I envisioned Vince McMahon going out of wrestling. No. WrestleMania, yeah, come out and stand in the ring and announce to the uh, announce to the crowd and be bathed in the claps and cheers and tears of a hundred thousand fans, or you know something at the Hall of Fame, surrounded by the wrestlers that he's you know built his empire with. So, but at, 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 or at tweets or, or or dying at gorilla, that's or dying. That's honest, gorilla. That, that's exactly. Yeah. That's also, you know, all joking aside, yeah. that was which he almost, which he almost did once when Brock came <laughs> yeah. out in through the curtain and fired the belt at him. <laughs> I mean, that was more probable than <laughs> anything else for such a long time, and now he's just that's it. But no, I, I mean, look, it's your guess. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know what's going to happen. I probably am going to stay up and watch SmackDown purely because to see how they're going to cover this. They have to. There's no. Here's another thing as well. So Vince is gone, right? Yeah. The Forbidden Door. <laughs> Does it stay closed? No, legitimately. Do you think so? Yeah. Really, why? Um. So again, Vince is gone, but look at the people who have been put in place. Yeah, but Triple H isn't like that. But, tri- but Triple H isn't the CEO and I Triple H isn't the board. They he, are, needs to have he, he needs to have a CEO and a pole match. <laughs> where it's him versus Nick Khan. And remember, Triple H is going in with a bad heart, so that could be part of the story. I should book this. The other, <laughs> he has a bad heart and he's like, I'll fight you one more time. You know, for the, for the you know. But but uh, Triple H's problem is that he's outnumbered. He's a wrestling guy. That's what a sledgehammer's for. These, <laughs> yeah, but he, he keeps putting his hand over the end of it before he hits people. <laughs> well, he's you know? pedigree. He'll be grand, you know? I mean, if he, if he get in and swing it like a hatchet for once, he'd actually, he'd actually <laughs> he'd do some one damage. Time and he, like, you know, smashed a stage or something. That was a good crack. <laughs> the only time a sledgehammer was ever actually swung like a sledgehammer in wrestling was when Cody Rhodes swung it at Triple H's throne. 
to be fair, no, there was one time when he did it in 1999 in the, the Buried Live match, the six-man Buried oh, Live match. Oh, was this one? Oh, and, oh uh, I also like the one he did when uh, Undertaker got him up for the last raid yes. and he kind of swung down. That yeah, was pretty that good. was at WrestleMania. X7. That was a good one. That was one. pretty cool. Which, Dave, you haven't seen yet, so you need to come back on the show so we can watch good wrestling. Once we get through WCW, Dave, we're... We're, we're going into 2000 and 2001, and it's going to be a great time. Um, but look, as I said, man, it's we didn't plan to stream today, so thank you to everybody who joined us on the stream. Again, this is your first time checking out the channel. Please do subscribe, like, leave comments. Um, Nerd to Know Media is where you can get all the shows. The WrestlingRewind.com is where you can get all of our shows, including the two YouTube channels. And uh, yeah, do uh, let us know what you think on this and... Uh, before before we go, Dara, you normally end with uh, "Have you got it in the plug? Have you got it in the blah blah blah?" Um, instead, this time, why don't you give us in one sentence what you think Vince McMahon's legacy would be? I mean, I kind of touched on it earlier. One sentence. I mean, Vince McMahon is the man who made modern wrestling, and whose legacy will always be. He taught bigger than professional wrestling and put it on the map. For what it was. I think, I think mine would be almost the same. I think Vince McMahon is the man who made and subsequently ruined modern wrestling. But here's the thing. There would be no Hulkamania. There would be no... There would rock. be no... There'd be no WrestleMania. There'd be no AEW. There'd be no Impact. There'd be no WCW. There'd be no NWO. There'd be no DX. There'd be no... no well, nothing. there'd be WCW. WCW was there. Yeah, but, but it, w- it wouldn't be WCW. Yeah, I get what you, you know mean. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we were watching 2001 WCW, and they're just stealing bad WWE gimmicks. It's just, you know, they're just stealing cast off from uh, WWE, you know? It's, it's kind of fascinating to watch, an, like, a corporation, like an organization panic. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's like, we're kind of seeing something similar 20, oh, whoa. It's like 21, <laughs> 21 years later, the same thing happening. But a mature company dealing with it. Been like, all right, come on now, we need to get rid of it. Instead of like, you know, oh, we're not hiring Vince Russo. We hired Vince Russo. It's like, oh my God, what are you doing? You know, it's, we, we've been, I've been here doing the whole wrestling journalist thing. And I've seen companies panic. Impact, uh, Ring of Honor. I've This reaction is very interesting with WWE. Where you're like, okay, they're actually removing Vince and they're letting him go on his own terms. Smackdown, I'll end on this way. Smack. What happens tonight on Smackdown will yeah. kind of dictate the future of WWE. What I mean by that is, if they come out and they recognize Vince McMahon as what he was, that says, right, he's never coming back on TV again. And something massive's coming, but they have to close that chapter. If he comes out like a conquering hero... <sighs> <laughs> things aren't changing but I, I, I do think the other shoe is going to drop what that is I have no idea I, have I, no I think idea. I think Vince McMahon's music is going to play tonight and out will walk Eric Bischoff Man. and he'll say Vince I told you I'd win in the end oh my god or Vince's music hits oh, I'm a McMahon alright Shane McMahon. <laughs> there goes my money. <laughs> As I said, 
whichever one happens, it will kind of be interesting to see. I do expect some sort of video package from the from WDB, some announcement that has to be. There's no way they're just ignoring this. They they literally cannot do it. Do you think um, the video package is something that they'll have to have like? hurriedly put together in the past hour yeah. or do you think it's like news stations that have like um you know with old or ill celebrities they have like the video package pre-made just ready to go whenever it happens probably a bit from both actually they probably had this going from when the allegations came out but the actual finalized one now i mean what would be in it would be pretty interesting like i mean they're obviously not going to show some of the horrendous stuff that we will see when we cover 2000 2001 WWE. They'll probably, you know, I don't think they'll have Vince McMahon with the ECW title. Hashtag Trish Stratus. Yeah, I mean, again, these allegations are not shocking. I live through Trish Stratus's, you know, <laughs> treatment when she was there. But I mean, I don't think you'll see uh, Vince McMahon with the ECW title. I don't no. think you'll see the Kiss My Ass Club. I think what you'll get is a sort of in memoriam Vince McMahon sort of 1981 to 2022 emblazoned across a picture of the rock pushing his face into Rikishi's arse. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think they will they will kind of do the classic Vince McMahon thing. Now here's the thing, and to close this out, so they were doing a documentary, A&E I think were doing a documentary on Vince McMahon they should go back to that documentary because I mean now we are going to really start to see some serious you know what but again this is a breaking story the biggest wrestling story in history folks we had to come on and do a quick stream thank you to everybody in the chat thank you for Dave for jumping on um, he'll be back soon hashtag save Dave Martin is there anything you want to plug before we end tonight no just here on the ground on, on Titan Towers has collapsed the tower has collapsed <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> Uh, but look we'll be back um, again if this is your first time please do like subscribe thank you to Phoenix 92.5 FM the True Penny channel again go over to therestlingrewind.com where you'll be able to find all of our shows um, a link to everything and yeah so we'll be back after this uh, break for next week I don't know what we're covering it's SummerSlam right um, yeah, we'll do a kind of a SummerSlam, maybe if we look at ROH as well. And then, and we're only two pay per views from the end of WCW. So then, yeah, we'll, like, we're a, a Super Brawl and then Greed. Then Greed, and, and then, then that's, that's <laughs> what a wonderful premonition that Greed was their last pay per view. They knew what was coming. They knew what was coming. But, folks, again, thank you so much, and we will see you here on the next wrestling video. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.